Well, this is my AFL fixture quirk little breakout moment of oh, the day. Carlton's past 30 games, so this season mm. and half of last season, haven't played Melbourne once, haven't played Brisbane once, have played the Giants four times. Well, g'day everybody and welcome back to the Hardball Gets AFL show. Completely packed for work in the weekend, this podcast is brought to you by the new Mazda BT50 SP. It's the complete package. Today on the show, it's the six points leading into round 21. If you haven't subscribed, please do that. Leave us a rating, leave us a review and tell a couple of mates. Now, if you're listening to this, you obviously love your footy and there's a good chance you play community sport. Uh, if you do that, you'll want to check out streamer.com.au, a platform which lets you set up your club's own streaming service Join StreamShare. It's that easy. Uh, if you're interested in getting involved, let us know at streamer at wanews.com.au. All right, let's get stuck in. This is the Hardball Gets AFL Show. My name is Nick Wren, joined by Xavier Ellis and Ryan, uh, no, Ryan Daniels. I'm not Ryan. A, I just... <laughs> Mate, I'm struggling today a little bit. Oh, I text the brain hasn't ticked over. Do I have to introduce myself? Or? Chris Robinson. Thanks, guys. Thanks How are you for doing? joining us How again. Are we? As you How are you do. going? I get confused. Oh, to, I was looking at the tab touch. I was looking at the tab touch. Out You're looking better than Rhino today because <laughs> uh, I texted him last time and he said, mate, you look like shit. Yeah, mate, his hot dog's up late. Oh, mate, the eyes are closing over. He's hardly <laughs> got his... Needs a bit of extra makeup. He should get... Remember hot dogs had those like weird stripes like... She's looking at his hair. How, much, how closely did you watch yeah, this? Say, very I, big. I've noticed the hot dog reference like four yeah. times. Rob and I didn't Do you watch not, hot dogs. You did I'm, not watch I'm, hot I'm dogs aware of what it was and might have watched an episode or two. I can't remember what he wore specifically on no, any given No, he had night. like these... Uh, I, I think s- I remember... What time was I, hot dogs on? Oh, it would have been like 11, yeah, 30, I was, 12. More, I was more in the SBS region at that time yeah. of night. <laughs> Fashion TV was also great around that time Fashion of night. T- mate, Fox there's up. a TV program called British Sex, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Stumbled over that a couple of times. Uh, no, <laughs> I remember because I think, you know, I was, what, about 18, 17, 18, and I had some pretty funky hairstyles at one point, and I... Yeah, you're, I you're wearing one now. Chiseled a couple, yeah, that's uh, long gone. Made the most of it while I had it. I chiseled a couple of like those racing stripes in the side of my head one day, and then went to footy training, and I got called hot dogs. Yeah, I got called hot dogs by like opponents. Yeah, nice. Uh, hey, do you find it strange just good. just looking at the, your hair that you're completely bald, like as bald as you ever g- can get? Well, yeah, because that's that's a decision. No, no, I get it. If I wanted a weird like ring but, but, of hair, no, I no, yeah, it. I got it. <laughs> I, I like that. I like the decision. Yeah, or a but ponytail. Then, but then you can grow like a really thick beard. That's a. That's. I think that's a, like, like how is there? Thing. There's ten centimeters gap. One's empty. One's full. Yeah. That's the cruel part. It's the testosterone because if that, you got more testosterone, you lose your hair. Yeah, uh, I'm such a man. Yeah, right. I can't keep any hair on the top of my head. Yeah, they say athletes have daughters. Yeah, I know, but answered, but no, the next one's a son. So I've clearly, as I've, uh, as I've aged, you've, you've slowed. Yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> definitely slowed. Um, what's going on? Nah, just busy at work, uh, surviving. Yeah, How much rain? Gee whiz, I bet we wish we had a roof on that stadium. <laughs> just putting it out there. I mean, we spent billions on it. Why not whack a roof on top? But I know we'll sit in the rain on Sunday. That's all good. Josh Kennedy won't kick a goal. Probably won't get a kick. But hey, we don't have a roof. What about just yeah, a bunch of tarps? traditional football. Get a bunch of tarps. Remember when, uh, footy, we went, when Footy Park had tarps? When Port Adelaide oh, yeah. couldn't mm. draw a crowd? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Someone honestly. asked, I think that was on Reddit. Someone who obviously was late to the game asked how bad those years were, really were for Port Adelaide. It was mm-hmm. like, mate, it was bad. Well, they, yeah, no supporters. Yeah. Tarps out. <laughs> tarps. They still had an okay side. The tarps, I think if they didn't have the tarps, we wouldn't remember it as much. Do you know who I remember it as? Westoff. 
Justin Westhoff. Yeah. Unbelievable. That, that, was West that was Westhoff. That was Westhoff. Sleeves Westhoff, Westhoff yeah. on a cold night. <laughs> and, yeah. then like, and it got to a point where Westhoff was still kicking around. And yeah, no one would believe that he played in the 2007 Grand Final. Yeah, first like, year. Yeah, first yeah, year. First or well, second, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Travis Bokes, first year. Yeah, he played. He, he played, played in that game, game, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah geez, you'd probably want to forget that one pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Imagine but, that, though, sorry, before you do it. First year, you make a Grand Final, all the highs. So Joel Sell was another one they win. Yeah. But you make a Grand Final in your first year, and you're like, oh, well, we'll get here again. And Port Adelaide, like Travis Boat's now didn't. been playing 15, 16 years, mm. and like that boat's well sailed. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of points, well, a couple of prelims and stuff. Yeah, that yeah. Hawthorne one, except if 2014 or 13, yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to think of other ones who. Well, well uh, Steve, Neal was a sub. Steve Motlop played in uh, five prelims. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was the, you know, when they people retire. It's like, for example, just picking Luke Hodge. Yeah. Four, time, four premierships, two Norm Smiths, captain. It was under his 200 and something games. He was a good player and five prelims. Five prelims, a lot of prelims, like football to not play grand finals, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That's mm-hmm. a, like the Bulldogs areas of the uh, like late 90s, yeah. early 2000s. Yeah. Speaking of Port Adelaide, I did say on this, it was an, on this day, I can't remember how many years ago, it was the Monfries uh, right angle ball <sighs> in the showdown. That was you unreal. Remember? That was I unreal. Angus Monfries at the end of the showdown boots the ball in, like Port trailing by a couple of and points, bounces, and it bounced on right angle. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, really I, do goals. Remember it. I still remember watching on this mm-hmm. day. How did I forget? Mate, Sunday how, afternoon. Is it not on <laughs> your yep. calendar every no, day. How did I forget that? <laughs> All right, let's get stuck into the six points for this week. Robo, why don't you load us off? No worries. Well, the Eddie Betts thing we have to talk about mm-hmm. off the top. It's it's consumed media for the past 48 hours extremely painful to hear i mean i don't think there's anything in there that we were particularly surprised by given the stuff that had sort of emerged around the camp but for that to be sort of reported as the facts and i guess more detail given as to what kind of breach of trust it was um I guess as well, sort of just hearing the anguish in his voice. I don't know if you guys saw him on 360 last he's night. He's almost, you know when you know you're about to cry and you're yeah. like, don't cry, don't cry, don't yeah. cry. Yeah, and, and there were some things that he clearly just couldn't even talk about. Um, I guess my biggest thing is how it it sort of sounds like it's something that was decades ago or a decade ago. How was is this- 2019? Only something, yeah. it's early 2018. Like, how has this happened? One, in 2018, and two, how have we not become better at- recognising when something goes horribly wrong mm. and acknowledging it and owning it, whether that's the club, whether that's the competition, whether that's the AFLPA. How do we not acknowledge this sooner and go, hey, guys, this is a massive blue here? Ad- Adelaide staff, Adelaide supporters will say those are in charge have gone, so don't, the club mm. did make decisions. So I've just noticed that trend on all the social media posts. was like, hey, Adelaide have moved on several people that were involved. But, yeah, how, you, that was just the one thing I picked up with... No, Adelaide did say, nothing, but they, they sort of did, but didn't. Mm. Yeah, they, they they've never acknowledged how bad it was, like in how bad a decision. And a lot of that's legally trying to cover their ass because the sure. collective minds. Uh, I think they sued the agent SMH over the yeah, and there was that uh, retraction of and an there article. Was a retraction, um, mm-hmm. like and uh, um, uh, McClure lost his oh, quill. quill. Yeah, lost the quill. Yeah. Um, in journalism, we give away a lot of awards. I'm sure one. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure the prestige of the Quill in Melbourne circles, but we give around a lot of awards in journalism. So my point note. is just quickly, by, by, so I was just Googling 2017 AFL Grand Final Team and yep. why it's taken five years for it to come out. 
So just really quickly, Laird's still playing, Hardigan's still playing, Lever's still playing, Brown's still playing, Talia's not. Yep. Uh, Seedsman, McKay, just retired. Sloan, Atkins, Eddie Betts, Je- Jerker Jenkins on media. But then there's Cameron, Walker, uh, Crouch, yeah. Crouch, Jacobs, um, Kelly, Greenwood, Malira, Keith, and O'Brien were the emergency. So still a lot that are still yeah. around the scene from and, that team. And that's the kind of thing I think with Adelaide, like the people who still want to scalp at Adelaide, it's like they ruined uh, – a, fi- a side that played in a grand final. Favourites for that grand final. They, yeah, Kicked they, the first two goals of the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looked a million bucks. They ruined that. Yeah. They can't ruined it. The entire thing. Yeah, it, it, unbelievable. They were, You would have thought that they, they played Richmond ten times. I would have said they would win six. Yeah. Like, it was still an even sort of matchup, but well, like, yeah, they were yeah. favourites. It, it's, hindsight's like twenty twenty. People look back at it. Yeah. Well, people, not twenty twenty in this case, they think like start of a Richmond dynasty. I was yeah. always, here's where they kicked off. It's like Adelaide were, yeah, were favourites. The bit that the bit that pisses me off the most is the phone call that Eddie Betts had for an hour with a psychologist or psychiatrist oh, or a. Yeah, so yeah. that's one hour of him, you know, everywhere he dug up and and uh, divulged certain things mm. that he hadn't, didn't want to, felt uncomfortable doing, and then that was used back against him. It, it's not one of the greatest issues in society is men's health and yeah. suicide and people not speaking up. Mm-hmm. Like men kill themselves and they don't speak up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these. 42 players or 22 players or whatever it was spoke, spoke up. up for an hour and then were ridiculed with what their um, things they're dealing with, like, they had issues in- with. That is the worst part for me. I'm not involved in the cultural insensitives of it. So Eddie's Indigenous stuff, I'm not an Indigenous man. So yeah. that, that would strike differently to me as it did to Eddie. But the stuff about opening up and being uh, and speaking to someone as a man who is in the window of the, of the men's mm. health suicide window... To then go back and spray it over their face, I thought that was the it's most horrible. disgusting part. Absolutely horrible. Yeah, you can't. And, and, and all in the. And I feel strong about that one. All yeah. in the purpose of what? This is the other thing. Like, I'm trying to figure out what were they. Was they trying to build resilience? Well, that's the trying, biggest what, thing. That was the what best was quote for? from Betts last night. And there were a lot of good quotes. That was the best quote. He said, We were already resilient. Our coach was, was murdered. murdered. <laughs> two, it was yeah. about two years yeah. and a month or two years and two months prior. Yeah. 2015, yeah. And we rose from that. We continued Played on, and then we turned into this awesome team. That was an awesome team in the was home there, away season. Was there that a year. more frightening game than Adelaide at Adelaide Oval? Yeah, yeah. You they, they, that, that was the most frightening. The crowd I, was bunter. I started, and you, and at, you can make yeah. a case that if this grand final was at Adelaide Oval, or even if this grand final was at a neutral venue, do they beat Richmond? Yeah. Maybe they do. Yeah, That's they a do. Who, who argument knows? for another time. I was actually in, I, I was there for round one that year in Adelaide, just on a bit of a family trip, and we went. I convinced everyone to go to Adelaide GWS. And from that round one, you're like, geez, these guys are... Like yeah. Charlie Cameron coming off the back of the square, running through, just delivering inside. Oh, Jerker Jenkins. Yeah, I know we take the mickey out of it because he used to kick goals. But yeah, but he did. Like, that yeah. was all part of the play. Yeah. Like, out Push the back, up, run back, shoot back. Yeah, no, that was uh, crazy. And the Indigenous stuff that Eddie has yeah. highlighted, the insensitive nature of it, you just think, how is this possibly yeah. happened? Uh, and for Eddie to say... How good was Eddie Betts when he was at Adelaide? Yeah. Unreal. Yeah, unbelievable. Unreal. Unreal. Was he the most popular person in AFL football? Like yeah, pop, like mm-hmm. Box office. Yeah. For him to say he lost interest in the footy, lost, didn't find it again, uh, lost interest in the footy club, didn't find myself, lost, I was out of the leadership group. He felt lost. You're like, how has this happened to one of the nicest, you know, yeah. well-rounded, exciting, best things for football in Eddie Betts? Well, this, and I don't know what the... There's different groups out there wanting different things from this. I think this just adds to the, like, never again sort of lesson from it. Like, I don't know. I, th- I, f- I feel like the fact that they were blown up so much. And there have been half-hearted apologies. And mm. Mark Rashid, I didn't help things on 
when he was a little bit wishy-washy with things this week. Um, yeah, he d- didn't hear it. Oh, he, he, I think he just said, like, you know, he hopes he's able to move on. And, yeah. Um, so, mate, it's probably need something stronger from that from a board member. Do you know what built resilience for us? Kokoda, New Zealand, uh, Tasmanian camps, where yeah. it was just bloody hard. Yeah, it's just tough. You don't need to get in your head. I don't need to cup his penis and tell him to bugger off or whatever yeah. weird stuff they were doing. You're fighting the cold. You're fighting Lance Franklin stealing your snacks. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you know, you're riding 100Ks on a bike. You're, yeah. you're walking up a mountain for eight hours. Like, that's the tough stuff. Not blindfolded, uh, Richmond theme song, tied to a rope, being abused that you are brought up by a single yeah. mother. It's just weird stuff. Just bizarre stuff. Yeah, weird. Um, and yeah, they probably they probably do need to be some stronger things come out of it because even the AFLPA were saying, "Oh, no one ever told us this." Yeah, and like, well, that's you can't really. How much did you dig? Like, yeah, even if you didn't yeah. hear it, how, there was obvious murmurings around mm-hmm. what had happened, and the groups were split into two different groups. And Group One went to yeah, yeah and Group Two was on the Gold Coast and all that sort of stuff. It was just a, a weird. Set. What do you think should come of it, Robbo? Oh, well, I was just thinking on that point, like even. Even leading up to this book release, something like the AFLPA knows that detail is going to come out. Why yeah. wouldn't you be even more preemptive than that and just, you know, weeks ago, months ago, go, oh, what hey. Are you, what this, are you writing in your book? What here? are you writing? Yeah. Is this, are there still unresolved issues here? Do we need to do mm. more? Um, how, how does it not sort of come out until one person decides to finally reveal it? It's, it's staggering. It's honestly staggering. Your point about the... Um, the Adelaide players from that grand final who are still in the game. Yeah. There's not actually that many who are still at the Crows. Not at, not at the Crows, no. but I, I can't... You yeah. know, they don't, players don't burn bridges too of course, often. Yeah, like, of course, yeah, Ackerman, of course. Ackermanis is probably one I remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But there's not a lot. But it kind of just shows you how much they've... Uh, Moved on or yeah, split yeah, the, from it. It yeah. blew it up, basically, because other than Tex, um, Sloan's injured, Tex, Brody Smith and Laird and Luke Brown, other than that... There's pretty much no one yeah. who's in that Adelaide well, team. Off. Well, Crouch, Crouch is Crouch Crouch out of that team. Two's off. Well, mm. Matt as well. Yeah. Um, Eddie and yeah, then Charlie. So many left. Lever, Cameron, Atkins even got the five years on the Gold Coast. Left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'll get into one. So in his column in the West Australian today, Paul Hazelby uh, suggested that if Rory Lobb wants to go to Melbourne, well, Fremantle should try and just trade him for Cam Zerha. It's part of that, like, you know, pushback, you can't pick where you go kind of thing. Yeah. But the Zerha thing interests me, right? And I kind of, he parked negotiations midway through the year. And I thought just, like, subjectively, he'd had, subjectively? Objective. Just, just. Ob. Just had a look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on site. I just cast my eyes over I'm something. I'm losing some words today. That's what, are you, right. what are you trying to just say? Just on site. What are you trying to say, Adam? <laughs> uh, just on site. I thought he'd had a down year this year compared to the others. Yeah. And I go back, and he's, he's actually he's actually on track to kick the most goals he's kicked in a season. Yeah. This year. What, he's only he 30, kick? 39. Yeah, games. and you take six out from the week before. Well, you won't take him out. For no, but I'm just saying he had a big oh, game last week. Game. He's, no, going, he's going into a game, yeah. So he's tackling's down and his pressure's down, but I don't know how much of that is the fact that. It doesn't ever get inside 50 for them to It's a hard it. one to read at North Melbourne. Is it like, yeah. what could Larky be doing? Uh, is Larky a good forward who doesn't get opportunities? Or mm. is Larky just Larky and that's that's what he'll, he'll be? He'll have games where he'll kick six. And then if he went to a different club, if he played at Freo, would mm. he be a a 50-goal-a-year player? Very not, it, it's North Melbourne forward line's a bit of a scram. It, it's a hard one to get a read on. Yeah, but I, I do like the, like, if they're able to get it done, obviously, anytime someone parks contract negotiations, done. particularly in North Melbourne, where they're going to be giving you cash, Yeah, um, there's it, obviously red flags there. Perth kid. But you don't want to hear that they've signed him for 800000 No. And I also feel like, 
I don't know if this is weird to say. Money might not be the uh, the be all and end all for Cam Zerhay. He's got a his what family. Do you mean? His family's very well off. Well, not as if he was turning up to East Fremantle training in the Maserati. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> he's uh, he's going to be looked after regardless if he gets eight hundred or yeah. six hundred. No, but it's, it's good to earn your own year. crust. It is. You got to get off the breast at some it stage. It is, but you're probably just not as worried about the. Uh, I got mates who've been fed by the family forever. And you're like, <laughs> that's not yours. Like I know you live in it, and I know it's yours. But it's not yours. At some point, you just accept it. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, do you? Yeah, I'm going to park the ego and just, not that it's not how, it's yeah. not how my life yeah. turned out, but I'm sure you just park the ego and go, this is actually pretty comfortable. Right. Yeah. Um, is it possible that by the time we get to this point and people are unsigned, as you say, that's normally a, a factor it's of, normally, a, that's yeah, normally yeah. an indication that you're about to go. With a club like North Melbourne where they're looking for a coach, is it possible that he's just waiting and going, okay. Well, he parked it in May. Let's wait and see. Yeah, yeah he, well, he, he probably had a decent indication <laughs> yeah, in May that, yeah, that well. uh, so, like Melbourne might not be there. They weren't 8-1 and one then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it, it could be that, though. But I, I just reckon, and I'm, you worry to keep young talent that North Melbourne go, he's worth 600, would you say? Yeah. We're going to give him eight. Mm. And then before you know it, in five years' time, he's on 800, and mm-hmm. he's fallen off the wayside a little bit injured mm. or whatever it is and then all of a sudden you go why haven't North Melbourne developed and you go well we've bent over backwards to keep a 30 goal a year player yeah it's a tough yeah. spot it's a tough spot yeah. for them to bang. but is. he would go like he the thing is he would fit really well at Fremantle he's like an upgraded Bailey Banfield yeah um, like Bailey's the hardest worker in the world but he's, he's mm. sort of talent he's not as talented as a, as a Cam Zerha you know you're swapping a Cam Zerha who can combine the best of both worlds and um, it could work out really well I don't know what do you see about that trade thoughts on like Push and lob to north. Oh, look, I, I, I Which think is where you know, players don't just go until it's a club makes a stand. Bit like, what was the trade last year? It was a Bobby Hill where they were like... Trying to get to Essendon. Col- Essendon and Collingwood. And then and he's like, no, no, Essendon. They're like, it's for family reasons. Your family's in Melbourne. How's that any different if you're going to yeah. Collingwood or you're going, whatever it was? Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you're contracted and you want out, yeah, you've got every right to say where you want to go, but... Um, clubs got every right not to send you there. Yep. Yeah. And I reckon more clubs need to hold people to their contracts. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see over the next few years how that shifts. Well, yeah. we've been saying that for a few years now, and it hasn't. Um, so I don't know. Teams are going to be stuck with these long-term contracts. That's a, don't get me started. Melbourne. Do you not like the long-term contracts? <laughs> Throw the siren, please. I can't do it anymore. Uh, I just left work and I was talking to my mate Carbo, who is a Fremantle top end of town. Carbo, was that um, Damien Carbo? Pack to the rafters. Uh, not that sure. His name? No, it was hot dogs up late. Um, <laughs> you watched a lot of trash TV yeah, back in the day, yeah, didn't I you? Did. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so in Carbo, I said, "Mate, what are your chances this weekend?" Oh, zero out of ten. <laughs> Typical. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Okay. Uh, where's the Where's the line with Fremantle? Um, started the season really well. JL came out yesterday and said, look, we're simply not the team we were early in the season. Heading over to Melbourne to play against the Bulldogs. Uh, Bulldogs are favourites. I haven't looked yet, but I assume they would be. Yeah. Where, where's the fine line between um, Fremantle supporters being upset with how the season's slowly starting to s- slow down? V, you're still sixth. You've had a great season. If you were tenth and then you've pushed to six, you'd be singing. Uh, yeah, pro- how how good's this going? Yeah, it's gone the other way. Also, where haven't did you played finals since twenty fifteen? Where did you think they're going? So, just like talking to Carbo and other female supporters, they're so dejected that it's not flag mantle uh, as that grew wings. What where, do you mean? Where do you see? Where do you see the Dockers in terms of? I still think it's a really successful season. Yep. But the polish is slowly coming off. But at the end of the year, if there's still time to win a flag, obviously mm. for David Mundy. But where do you see the season having been expectations v where it was reality wise um, eight weeks ago? Yeah, look, I I think if you 
if you strip back everything and you offered a Freo supporter in February and said you guys are going to finish five, six, seven, eight, and you're going to potentially win a final, yeah, I think most Jumping Freo out, fans probably would have said yeah. that. That let's do it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But like, then you go. The alternative, they'll go. Well, if you say you're second at of round, of course, yeah, fifteen, yep. and then you finish at yep. six. Da, da, da. And I think that's probably why JL bristled at that point in the season when he did, um, with the whole flag mantle talk yeah. and talk of the tattoos and how do you feel about it and rah rah. I think that's probably why he bristled because he probably realised, hey, this is this is probably a little bit. This talks a little bit mm, over where yeah. we are. Yeah. Um, and he he wanted to sort of frank those expectations a little bit because yeah, the the trend is your friend. Like as you say, the the past three weeks. They've averaged seven goals a game in the past three mm. weeks. And two of those have they, been on the Friday night stage yeah. as well. So they've had a really good chance and then have just have flunked the test, basically. Yeah. Um, that that stings especially. But I, I don't count them out winning this weekend. No, no. I don't count them out of beating the Bulldogs. No, what's the... Sorry, I just quickly got They seem to prefer touch. to play yeah, away. $1.48 to $65 Fremantle. Uh, it's funny you say that the Friday night stage, just completely off topic, uh, the waffle. We called an East Fremantle game two weeks ago. East Fremantle got piped by South and Monaghan the coach like oh for god's sakes get us off TV like, when, <laughs> when, when, when they're on TV like they've had an amazing season yeah, yeah, yeah. they've been Metal. horrible for a while yeah. horrible horrible right, horrible right up, lost yeah. their two um, players to AFL top ups yep. at the start of the year they're all their rats didn't they uh, yeah Monaghan, yeah. Um, Monaghan um, Dixon and Stranatica been outstanding all year. Go on TV, lose by ten goals in a shock. Get us off TV. Get us, get us but, off Broadway. But yeah. it's a trend that's happened to them like three or four yeah. times. They <laughs> build up, oh, let down. But uh, and then of course next week they're not on TV and they smack a side. Yeah, it's, um, of yeah interesting. Um, what do they do with Tabner? Do they stick with him here? Yeah, you kind of have. Well, I, I liked Josh Tracy just for the fact that. You'd at least know he's there. If he, even if he doesn't touch the ball or kick goals, he's going to hurt people and sort of bring the ball to ground, which Tabner hasn't even re- really been doing. But I don't know whether there's a delivery part of it, of course. Um, but I don't know how much of that is the the work not being done up the ground or like some you know ten percent off there, and that really yeah. Out. So he's so he's so going he's back to the Tracy Tracy. Tracy. He, was, he was out with illness on the weekend. Right, I've just got the game. Yeah. I can't find him. Yeah, and he's he's back half of the year, and the waffle hasn't been super. There was that two game patch where he was the best player yeah. in state football anywhere yeah. in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. No one had played like that in Australia. I just think, with and three, I thought that was an opportunity then while the iron was hot to mm. go bang. Let's see if we can get a, an extra demand. And then you're not worried about Griffin Logue yep. swinging and swaying or whatever. But yeah, I think I, that, I think the boat's gone on. Josh this season. Yeah, you'd, and because you'd need two or three games. He was in and out for a couple of games, and then obviously yeah. you need a, a stretch to get your feet. But I, I just like the fact that he's just going to hurt people. Um, like, you'll know he's there. There's not too many people uh, getting hurt in contests nah. against Matt Taberner mm-hmm. and Rory Love at the moment. So. Well, I, I just think the greatest um, indication was Melbourne, and I think we spoke about it on yeah. Monday. Yeah, bomb it up, pick it off. No, well, we go, right, Hibbard, you play on Tabs, yeah. and um, Petty, you play on... Uh, lob or the other way around. Yeah, would they even bother with Lever and May? Like yeah. they were just. They, and I think you can't drop him. I don't think. No, you can't drop him. Well, not so, if so you can, yeah, yeah, not he, no Is he kicked nine goals from ten games or ten from nine or it's something? Ten from his last nine. nine. After, straight off the back of that seven goal yeah, ball against Essendon. I don't think you can drop him. I think he needs to work harder. I don't think he needs to get higher up the ground. Mm. I think the biggest problem is it's it's not just ten from nine games. It's ten goals five from nine games. So yeah, it's, it's fifteen shots. shots. He's not even getting two nah. looks a game. No, nah, I think he needs. I want him to be just. It's at Eddie Hat. I imagine on the weekend. Yep. Yep. You know conditions are going to be good. You've got Clark. 
young, mm. um, aviation off halfback. Mm-hmm. I know he played midfield. Pace, speed. Just a bit it. also can kick it nicely. So yep. get be the out there, kick it half back. Mm. Get your hands on the footy. And if you can get it 20 times, you're going to be one of the better players. But also, you slowly make your way back towards goal. Yep. And you might find those shots because you might lose your opponent. But if you're simply sitting in the goal square mm. or sitting in the 50, you're not losing your opponent anywhere. You're going to lose them to. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of his shots are within 30 metres He well. needs to get right up the ground. Yeah, even if you like what they do with Jared, uh, Jeremy Cameron. Mm. Sometimes you turn around, Jeremy Cameron's getting the release kick in the back pocket and off yeah. he goes for a yeah, jog. Yeah. You go, shit, that's, how good was that though for a full forward to be go? I haven't had a kick for a while. I'm going to go get one. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I just don't know what they, if they do that. Like, what are they? Rory Love stays deep one on one. Well, a bit of a. I, we interviewed um, Sean Darcy this morning. He, <laughs> I said, do you even have? Do you guys have the capability to go quick? Mm. And he goes, yeah, we've got different style. But like, who cares at times? Yeah, Where, just if it's not within the the dimensions of your game style, who cares? If you're up the ground getting a kick and moving the ball quickly, mm. who cares? If you're kicking it to Lockie Shields one on one. If Lockie Shields one on one on Steve May. In the air, advantage Steve May. On the ground. But as soon as it's the ground's game on. So, but at least give him the chance to move it quickly. Mm. I, thought, I thought you were going to say, can you guys go quick? Tune in to Triple M tomorrow morning <laughs> for the answer. Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow. What did he <laughs> say about reveals. Christian Petrarca? You'll yeah. never believe the answer. <laughs> I can't believe what he said. <laughs> wow. Um, I wanted to look at Carlton a little bit more closely because we mentioned on Monday they've got a really tough run coming home, their last three. Um, and they probably need to win one of them to make it. So I had a look at Carlton against the contenders. So this is Carlton against the top five so far this season. So they lost to Geelong by 30. Fair enough, everyone does. Uh, they beat Sydney at, uh, by 15 at home on that Friday night where they jumped them and then Sydney oh, came all Sydney the way back. Home, Logan yeah. McDonald was really good and they just couldn't quite That was Logan McDonald's breakout game, yep. wasn't it? Yep. Um, lost to Collingwood by a kick because everyone loses to Collingwood by a kick. They haven't played Brisbane. What was Brisbane. the circumstances of the Carlton-Collingwood one? Carlton one, I think they... They might have early in the run. They got ju- No, but did they get jumped and then, and then wrestled, they were the, wrestled their late. arm back yeah. in and then Collingwood maybe they'd done too much anyway. We, I yeah. think that's mo- what might have happened. Um, yeah, 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 because there was a period of Carlton having these big second half... To charge home. Just spirits, yeah. Or, or falling to sleep, one or the yeah, other. Yeah, they've been sleep, really maybe. inconsistent. Yeah. Um, they haven't played Brisbane and they haven't played Melbourne. Which is uh, one weird. is extraordinary. So, so this is bad the news for the next three weeks. I guess so they have to. <laughs> this unless is, there's some real weird bit where they don't play either, yeah. something's right. coming. Well, this is my AFL fixture quirk, little breakout moment of oh, the day. Carlton's past thirty games, so this season mm. and half of last season, haven't played Melbourne once, haven't played Brisbane once, have played the Giants four times. <laughs> is that right? In the their last past thirty, 30 games, haven't played Brisbane or Melbourne, who are. In those thirty games, with two of the best, what three teams in it? Well, they probably got the best. They have the best record over that time. Brisbane, Brisbane, and Melbourne. Yeah, I'd, yep, probably. Yep. They haven't, pl- haven't played. Haven't them played once. either of them once. They've played GWS four times. So if you can have work you that out, yet? I haven't. I was uh, saving it for the pod. This yeah. is my little stat of the week. Right, I'm <laughs> anyway, it's out there. It's so so Jacob Weidering said it's mouth guards at training this week. Ooh. That was sort of a quote. Um, Who would you be scared of, at Carlton? The coach. Michael yeah, Voss yeah, going, yeah, yeah. Michael Voss going back to Brisbane with a point <laughs> to prove. Can we see them giving the Lions a shake? How would you feel this... if you rock up at training and do some like clearance drills and Voss and comes has got the mouth, Vossie's got oh, his mouth guard in. Yeah. Oh, oh they're doing their best, their very best. Whether they play it only once every five games though, is good enough to beat anybody. Mm-hmm. But am I taking that twenty? Like, what are the? What are the boogies saying? They're $3. I'd say they're probably even more than that. I'd say $4 or something mm. like that. Uh, 
Gun to the head, no, they can't beat Brisbane this weekend because Brisbane are off the back of a disaster. It's be as tough. Well. So Matt Kennedy goes out. They, we still don't know if they have George Hewitt as time. You of think George recording. Hewitt has to come back? They, You'd they, hope so. That's the sort of player they desperately need. Yeah, and and they're starting to look a little bit thin mm-hmm. in that on-ball unit if both of those two are gone, just those battering round yeah. kind of guys. So. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Hewitt needs to come back in because you can also take check and play on someone. Uh, so what I wanted to do going into the last few rounds, who in your mind can win the flag? And I want this is like 75% confidence. Wouldn't be like... Like you were, you two teams. said, can't believe they did it. So you're down to two. Two. Well, if, if I like, there's there's a way that Sydney win it, and it has to be a Western Bulldogs streak. But if we we're sitting here in 2016 doing this, you wouldn't have put the Western Bulldogs in it. Mm. So I'm going to say two, Geelong and Melbourne. Um, definitely those two, of course. I've got to keep Brisbane in here as well. I can't. Not after the MCG fiasco. I know, I know. But just remember the good times as well. They're up 42 points. Remember mm. the good times. I'll ring Sportsbet and tell them, hey, <laughs> any chance you can pay me because I will tab touch. Yeah, we should change the tipping spread in the paper that comes out tomorrow as well because yeah. I tip Brisbane. So yeah, yeah, we, so should, do I. we should probably acknowledge that they mm. kind of won because yeah. they were up by that much. No, nah, but I mean, they, they need to find a way to win these big games. Mm. I, I kind of just have... I don't think I have faith. I have a belief that they're going to be better I was in finals because they've had so many things to improve on, so many examples yeah, of, I'm this is how we don't do it, guys. I just worry about we need midfield. to change it. I, I reckon they're midfield soft. Not in terms of soft, in terms of rah, rah, rah soft. But in terms of them. the physical running soft, I mm. think um, Lyons is not a runner. Cam Rain is not a runner. If Bailey goes in there, he's not a runner. We saw on the weekend when um, when Shea Bolton went nuts. Yeah. There was just no way for them to keep up with him. Yeah. Lockie Neal's a hunter. He's yeah. not a stopper. He rolls up to a stoppage and he's um, thinking it's either coming to him or it'll be near him yeah. and someone will be near him. Uh, and McCluggage sort of pushes out on the wings a little bit more the last few weeks, um, inside and outside. But I, I, I just think that that midfield is the issue of being able to keep up with the fit sides. Mm. Oh, I probably agree with you there. I don't know. I've still got that little bit of like, they can do it. So he's been the most disappointing player in the competition, Dan McStay. Forgetting someone who's going to get six hundred thousand a year for how high? But how high I was on him at yeah. the start of the year? Two goals a game will get me to fifty. Yeah, no one here. What's he kicked? Mate, he had know? nine games. Like he hasn't kicked a goal. Uh, yeah, is that right? Yeah. Holy moly! Yeah, there's some there's some line of game. Say he's played eighteen or whatever. It's fifty fifty kicking a goal. And this is even there was times where there was no Danaher, like no hip. Yeah, yeah nothing. He had clear he's, he's a goal a game from sixteen. Sixteen from sixteen. Yeah, so yeah, he's not quite the uh, kick twos 50. in there as well. He's gonna have a big final series. <laughs> Ooh, I wasn't going to cash out. Is he tab touch? <laughs> All right, the uh, Seven West product, of course, uh, the Commonwealth Games on at the moment. Great I love product. seeing the uh, athletics. Peter Bowl last night. Tuning into and uh, beautifully presented by Ryan Daniels on the. Uh, no, he looks dead. He actually looks. Mate, his TV career is nearly done the way he's looking. <laughs> Honestly, he looks fifty to sixty. Doesn't agree. A late shift plus two kids is not. Well, the kids flew. The kids flew up too. Oh. What about last night? I spent the whole night by myself. Kids stayed at the grandparents and moved out. Oh, lovely. Well, not really. It means I'm close to divorce. No, oh. no, I'm joking. She had to go to work early. Yeah, this that, the airport's <laughs> yeah, no, no power. Oh, jeez, no, don't worry about it. She's been doing like sixteen-hour days at work, oh, much longer. Uh, anyway, uh, athletics. Who is an athletic player that you would think and pick an event or something that they'd be good at, or the most athletic player in the competition? What's the most Robert? easiest one here? 
Blitzarves steeplechase. No, so Blitzarves is eliminated. We're not going there. <laughs> Does he have an athletics background? I feel like that yeah, hasn't been mentioned. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm removing Blitzarves. Scott Pendle bring in the three-on-three basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still um, reckon Pendles would have wiped Kyrgios. They should have bet that million-dollar house. <laughs> tough, very tough to go past Nick here, isn't it? Oh, yes. Just the spring, the jump. Do you still got the same... He's a lot bigger than he once was. Like, I mean, oh, what are you, you saying? Know, I mean, he's just a, he's getting old. You know, how old is he now? 32 or something. I'm not yeah. Not that many 32 high jumpers. If Nick's listening to this, I text him yesterday. Right back to me. I need, <laughs> I need a video know. from him. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Nick, I'm going Sam Walsh. I, I still am just amazed at his running ability. That's just something I sit in. And I think at times it hinders him in terms of footballing mm-hmm. because the, the coaches make him do stuff where I'm like, I think he'd just be a better centre bounce player, just leave him there, as opposed to like, hey, you're fit enough to run from inside 50, get to the stoppage, then run back. Yeah, yeah. crazy. There's not many that can do that. Ed, uh, Ed Langdon in that conversation yeah, as well. Ed yeah, Ed Langdon. No, su- yeah. no surprise that last Friday night, he stayed on the firm side of Optus Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> the southern side, the Camfield side, the entire game. Yeah. Didn't want a bar of the, uh, now, the sloppy side. Whilst we're on it, and I've done this before on the Hardball Gets podcast, grand final day, 2K time trial, $50,000 to your charity or even $50,000 to the runner. I don't even care. Get your best runners there. 2K time trial around the MCG. Who is the fittest person in the competition? Who's hating that? I I think it'd be great. Imagine 100,000 there and it's um, Blitzabs, Isaac Smith and uh, Sam Walsh going at it. For the last 300 metres. That would be epic. As like a product for a big stadium like that, it's more engrossing. Yeah, like you need a bit of time, and then you need them coming down the straight head to head. You hear the like, gun, hundred thousand yeah. sitting in there. Where's me mates? The taxi company, or is it Gillette? Whoever runs the sprint, Gillette, we're, we're scrapping yeah, yeah, that, yeah. and we've got six minutes around the MCG. That yeah. is the event I want to see. Remember what? the controversy with the grand final sprint last? The, the mouth, the mouth, the Colgate <laughs> the mouth. Curved that's line. right. And someone took off well before they were meant to and wrenched Was it Josh Rotham who yeah, kind of yeah. took a little shortcut he through the cones or whoever yeah, it was? He didn't follow the arc. He went straight as an arrow. He <laughs> took the hypotenuse. <laughs> What's the... <laughs> I just remembered that. What a fast. Yeah. I can't remember who And then the, the betting uh, agents he paid out yeah, on a couple yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who, the best, who would be the best 2K runner. Sam Menegola was... I remember mm. going to... So Isaac Smith would beat Menegola. He was an unreal... I remember going to the draft combine when he was... Uh, yeah. 23, 24... Coming into it, and I had to leave early to go to another thing. So I texted a couple of recruiters uh, who won the two k, and I just got message back like "lol." Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's Minigola by the length of the. Strip. Yeah, well, well, Isaac Smith used to beat him. Yeah, right. Yeah, easily. Okay. Yeah, so amazing. Smith, you reckon Smith still wins it? No, I mean, Isaac's now thirty three or something. That's what I'm saying with the Nick thing. Mm. Old, you get old, and stuff just doesn't work. As we just discussed it off the top, athletics, no. All right, let's time to Highball Bets. Thanks to the Tab Touch app. Uh, I'm having a bit of late season success, so I'll uh, kick us off. In light of the so the one that didn't come up the other week was the the draft year special. I'm going to go Halls Creek special this week. Okay. okay. Ash Johnson, two plus goals. Been Shane good. McAdam, two plus goals. Paying $4.59. Get around it. Okay, four fifty nine. Go again. Mm. McAdams and Johnson, Johnson. Two, or both kick both kick two. Okay, I don't mind it. I like it. Mm. Well done, Nick. You're actually going okay at the moment. Robert? Johnson's been really good. I am not going okay. Um, some breaking news that's just come through. Sam Darcy is debuting. Ooh. As we're sitting here on Thursday morning, he's debuting against Freo, which is going to add a bit of an element I to. I have to pretend um, to be extra excited, given I wasn't really that fussed about it. No, <laughs> really? you weren't. Okay. 
Oh, I didn't know. Just uh, didn't. Yeah, wasn't exciting me too much. But I'm, I'd be happy to see it. What numbers of draft pick playing? Yeah, I, I think at that point I was just a little bit. I'd had a rough week. Okay. I think nothing was exciting okay. me too much. So if on Saturday, I think it's Saturday afternoon. If that game's on and up late with hot dogs is on, well, one, the other channel, which it, one are you watching? Is there like a best of on YouTube? <laughs> um, I wonder if you can call. Can you call into Rhino Show? Is there a call in? <laughs> Text down the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's me. Funny story about Ash John, the Halls Creek. So I went up there before Sam Trevsky Seaton got drafted mm-hmm. and like kicked around with him and a few mates for the day, did a story on it, and took a few pics. And then, so it was him, his brother, and then two mates. And when Jai Farrow got drafted at pick whatever, mm. I was like, I know that name. And then I went back and he was one of the kids who was kicking yeah. around with us, came from nowhere. And then mm. I was telling someone that story, dragged up the picture again. And the fourth kid was Ash Johnson. Like, three out of four of them there got drafted. I would be amazed by that story if you didn't just tell it a month ago on the podcast. Did I? I'm telling you, it's been a rough, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough season for me. Well, now we know who really when, listens when, every when week. When you don't watch footy, you need to, re- you need to cover it up by telling <laughs> stories. But you can't tell the same Spin one a few, a few times. Yarns. Yeah. Uh, I, okay, if someone could go back through every episode we've ever done and recount who's told the more yeah. stories, done more double-ups... <laughs> I'll, I'll be pretty comfortable, I reckon. Mm, yeah. I reckon long-term contracts might uh, get a gig. Oh, look I'm at this. Kate, uh, Kate's just brought up the uh, best of hot dogs. And welcome to the Uplake Game Show. My name's Simon Deering, and as per usual, I'll be looking after all of you guys for the next 90 minutes. Oh. Rhino, Rhino's here in spirit. Jeez, that's a long show, too. 90 that's minutes long of hot intro. dog. Mate, it was a lot of, uh, you couldn't even get through all the calls in 90 oh, minutes. It was I that feel popular like, a show. I feel like the younger generation now will never understand how limited our choices were <laughs> yeah, yeah. at this stage of our lives. You literally had about three or four things to choose from with that. If they don't know what Danos Direct is, yeah. then you're not in the ballpark. Yeah, yeah, it's different to what it is now. Um, I'm going four-leg multi. Gold Coast to beat Hawthorne. Ooh. Brisbane to beat Carlton, Sydney obviously will beat North, and then I think Adelaide might spoil West oh, Coast. Oh, no way. Not, no way. Adelaide. Not in the slop. You don't reckon? No, I think so. <laughs> uh, paying $5.30. Okay. Well, I've got one here at $17.12. Thanks to the AFL Mini Monster 50% Profit Plus uh, on Tab Touch. That's a good well, one. like it. Gamble responsible. Uh, of course, we're going to go with Jack Crisp. I think the Crisp has had a really um, down season this year. He's uh, going to have a game. With the, well, he's the well, do you reckon he can have 20 disposals? Well, yeah, yep. he can have 20. Uh, Lock it in. Yeah, 20 disposals, $1.65. I've gone with you with the Gold Coast beating Hawthorne. Yep. Uh, and then I'm going to ride over the Giants to bounce back. Against uh, who are they playing there? They've got Essendon. I think that that might be an upset there at mm-hmm. home for uh, underdogs. And then Jack McRae, who also I think personally in a fantasy sense has let me down a little. He'll have thirty disposals, no dramas too. So that gets you your seventeen dollars twelve. Put it in, take it out, fill up, gamble responsibly. <laughs> I rolled the dice on a couple of fantasy ones, which just didn't pay off. Uh, you got to go. You circle back, mate. What do you mean? Go back and go harder. That's not the right advice. Roll more. Roll the dice more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, my team, I brought in Chad Warner and then he got tagged oh, for the yeah. first time. Well, his first season. quarter was nice. Yeah, yeah, and that was it. Anyway, well, how are you going with it? Just... Uh, I mean, about 3,000. You know, Selby 17th on yeah, Sports Super Coach. Unreal. 170 odd thousand. Unreal. Unbelievable. How's he do it? All right, well, this has been the Hardball Gets AFL Show, completely packed for work in the weekend. This podcast was brought to you by the Mazda BT50 SP, the complete package. See you next time.